and welcome to the Gen Up podcast. I'm Jenny Tomei. I'm a qualified nutritional therapist, personal trainer and eating disorder coach. In this new podcast series, I'll be giving you advice on topics surrounding eating disorders and disordered eating. Each episode is inspired by the kind of questions I get asked all the time by my community. You want to ask me anything? You can find and look me up on Ask Gen Up on TikTok or Jenny Tomei on Instagram. Today, I'm going to talk about coping with relapse in isolation. This is a really common thing that I get asked about, and it goes without saying that all our routines have changed in the last year in a big way. And some people have found that they have fallen back into patterns of disordered eating. If you feel this has happened to you, I have some tips and advice for you. Has living with others resulted in you losing control over your meals? Are you perhaps less certain about the ingredients in the food, which means you can't track your calories? My tips and advice for you on this is firstly, I would talk to a family member and express how you're feeling, as this will help you to feel less anxious about the situation. Secondly, try to calm yourself down. Write down some nutrition wisdoms. For example, estimates on labels are often based on uncooked ingredients and take no account of how the body can absorb and use those calories when the food is processed and cooked. The number of calories that an individual needs also depends on many factors, including their age, their height, their weight, their gender. Are you feeling stressed due to increased uncertainty right now? Maybe you've seen some old habits emerge. Okay, so my advice on this, it's important to deal with stress during these challenging times as stress can be a massive trigger for eating disorders and disordered eating. Don't try to stop and control worrying thoughts. This is completely normal, but we can avoid going down a cascade of negative thoughts. I suggest using distraction and focus your attention on some different activities. I personally love to go for a nice walk through the woods. I find that calming for my mind. What about incorporating some yoga into your daily routine? Puzzles, audiobooks, calling a friend, computer games, and don't forget mindfulness. Meditation is excellent for slowing down those thoughts that are going around your head. Have you started to restrict your food intake? So let's feed yourself some nutrition wisdoms with some relapse cards. For example, restricting my food intake will lead to increased cravings, hunger, binges, which will cause bloating. This is not good for my metabolism. Yo-yo dieting can cause easy weight gain as well in the future. Have you started to select more safe foods to feel more in control? Or are you eating the same foods? Okay, I completely get it. I get safe foods will help you to remain calm, especially if you suffer with anxiety. For some, the thought of eating anything that has too many calories in it is just too much right now. I suggest you create some relapse cards and write on these, for example, your body requires food in variety in order to function optimally and to have a healthy functioning immune system. It's also not good for our gut health as it limits dietary diversity, which may impact your gut health. A varied diet leads to a rich, healthy microbiome, which is required for digestion, mood regulation, and a healthy immune system. Are you constantly body checking because you have more time on your hands? The belief is that body checking will provide us with some relief and help in decreasing you know, our anxiety or worry that we are feeling, making us feel better or feel more in control. However, body checking actually leads to an increase in negative emotions and also increasing eating disorder behaviours. So I suggest raise your awareness around body checking. 
ask yourself the following questions. Why do I feel I need to check my body right now? Am I feeling particularly anxious about something? How am I feeling after body checking and during body checking? How does it affect my mood? How does it affect my eating disorder behaviours? Remember that excessive checking can be to do with OCD type traits. It's important to recognise this and tune into how you're feeling. I personally find journaling is an excellent way of dealing with certain emotions and it's a great way to express how you're feeling. Have you started to count calories again? It's important to remember that how much we absorb, digest and metabolise food all depends on our genetics and our gut microbiome. It's not a simple science. It's always give or take 20% and it's never fully accurate. So why bother doing it? Are there certain foods that you've completely sworn off because they just don't tick the right nutritional boxes for you? Well, there's no such thing as good or bad foods. Let's try and get out of that forbidden foods mindset by remembering that nutrition isn't black and white. Restricting foods that you enjoy will ultimately just lead to cravings and more binges. It's important to have variety to your diet and to allow the foods that you want to enjoy in your life because you deserve them. Choosing to neglect your recovery goals means you are choosing to stay stuck in the illness or disordered eating patterns. Do you want to be living with a mental illness for the rest of your life? This in itself is a prison. I suggest writing down some recovery goals because they are still relevant despite COVID. Yes, it's a huge setback. I completely understand. It may take longer to reach those goals. It doesn't mean they are irrelevant. Patience is key here. Read these goals every day, stick them around your room, remind yourself daily of your goals. Be proactive and empower yourself to look after yourself. You all deserve to stay well and healthy. I suggest to write out a daily structure, setting yourself different activities by the hour. This helps to keep your mind occupied and helps to distract you from any negative thoughts that are constantly coming into your head. It's important to keep your mind focused on different activities that help keep you in that positive mindset. Set up messaging groups with your family and your friends if you haven't done so already. You may want to set up like a group video call once a week or book in a daily meal and a chat for some support. It's really essential that you're getting support from your friends and family. Remember, they are there for you. Speak out and ask for help. This is essential. To summarise, one, create some nutrition wisdom cards. For example, Calorie counting is not accurate. How we digest and absorb and metabolize food all depends on our gut microbiome and our genetics, our height and our weight, even how much muscle mass you have. Two, use distraction. Focus your mind on different activities. Get creative, painting by numbers, doing puzzles, going for a walk, incorporating yoga into your routine. It's important to have a daily structure. Three, Write down your negative thoughts and try to counteract these with positive nutrition facts. I have a great resource on my website, which is called How to Respond to Negative Food Thoughts. And this will certainly help you counteract those negative thoughts coming into your head. Four, create some relapse cards. For example, recovery is not a straight road. There will be bumps in my journey. Keep going. Thank you so much for listening to the Gen Up podcast. I've been your host, Jenny Tomei. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Ask Gen Up and on my website, www.genup.co.uk. 
If you visit my website, you'll find lots of different resources there available as well. Please like, subscribe and share.